0: everything's on fire yeah there's a forever purge there is a forever purge yeah or, the
1: last. Purge or purge forever after but I yeah feel they say forever after a lot but I feel like they can obviously made the decision that forever purge sounded cooler and a little well, bit less gay
0: <laughs> I think when they were talking about um they, they clearly had Purge forever after. And then because basically nobody says forever purge. I think that only I, people with masks say forever purge.
1: Yeah. It's one of those Victor Von Definitely. Defin, yeah.
0: <laughs> like if this is, I will bet my left testicle that this was ADR.
1: Oh yeah. Big time. Like you say, you never see anyone on camera say it. You only ever see them either wearing a mask or over the radio announcers. They say hashtags (laughs) like the forever purge. I
0: was like, all right, you you recorded that uh, Uh, two weeks
1: weeks before the film came out, didn't you? Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because Steve Blum or whatever his name is. It's like, eh, not feeling it. That's someone that's a little less. Well, like,
1: I don't want that to be. uh,
0: Well, put it this way.
1: I don't know. Like comparisons to Shrek Forever After isn't probably what you're going for with the Purge, is it? Oh, because <laughs> that's what they called the fourth Shrek film was Shrek Forever After. Really? So the Purge Forever After might like not be not
0: really send the right message. <laughs> I don't know, Dom. Like, I think, um, yeah. I don't know. They they they're kind of in the same boat. They've got the same sort of tonality to them.
1: Yeah. Hello and welcome to the OnCast. My name is Dom. As one half of the OnCast, I'm joined by Tom. Say hello, Tom. Hello. Hello. In this episode, we're talking about the latest entry in the Purge franchise, The Forever Purge, out now in cinemas.
0: We're talking about all the Purges, aren't we? Well, we'll
1: talk about all the Purges, but the main thing is, yeah, there's a new Purge movie. Um, So we're doing a bit of a grand rewatch and also reviewing the new one um, all at the same time. So call it what you will. Um, But this is where we get our Purge on. Um, So, (laughs) Yeah. To a certain a lot, a
0: lot of purging.
1: Yeah. Um, so before, yeah, let's set up like where we're at in terms of the purge franchise. So, full disclosure, up until about two weeks ago, I had never seen any of the purge movies. Mm. And then I watched all of the purge movies <laughs> and two seasons of the TV show in yeah. the space in the space of about a week and a half. One week of that you was know, when I was in all... I-, I was in isolation, so I literally couldn't leave the house, and all I was doing was watching the purge. Um, it wasn't good, wow. my, it wasn't good for my state of mind. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, <laughs> however, no. so, so that was my approach to the So I'm very much like I'm fairly, um, there was all quite fresh in my mind. Um, the way they've escalated and yeah. the and you know, all the, the lore behind all the different movies and all the rest of it. Um, but what about you? Because I that like, you've kind of been a fan, fan of these for
0: a while, haven't you? Kind of like fan is a strong word, uh, yeah, strong word. Yeah, but yeah, no. Like I, there was a point when I, you and I were talking about it before. Um, so it was when the first Purge was about to come out in the cinema, right? We have to and clarify and we were walking. We, we were have to walking out. We so mean. the first, first, the no. So the the first Purge, not the original, not not the first one. <laughs> But The First right. Purge. Okay,
1: so for the purposes of this, there's there's The Purge, which is the first movie with Ethan Hawke, and that came out in 2013. And yeah. there's a movie henceforth should be known as The Original. The Original. Let's call that The Original. And then there's the a movie called The First Purge, which is actually a prequel, and that came out fairly late, didn't it? It was like 2018. It was after the yeah. Frank, Frank willow movies. The First Purge came out as a prequel, showing you what happened during the first time they ever tried to do a purge in America.
0: Yeah. Um, so it was yeah. when that was coming out, and yeah. you were like, "How are these still a thing? Yeah, who watches them?" And I was like, "Me, I've seen all of them <laughs> somehow." But you didn't. Yeah, you couldn't explain how though, could you? Like, it was one of no. Those... <laughs> but like to me, and it was I was like... just like, "That was the fourth one," and I was like, "Oh, I've seen, I've seen all of these." Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So. Call me a fan if you will, but yeah, that's kind of where I was at with it, and um, yeah, came up to this latest one and watched the new purge, the forever. Purge. But yeah, I just sort of watched them as I'd gone along because the original one was like this one of the like I've made no secret that I really enjoyed like the Blumhouse movies. Mm. Um, well, a lot of them, some are guff, but. Um, uh yeah so this was like this interesting like locked in all all crime it's like a twilight zone episode gone wrong and like uh yeah really enjoyed the first one even though it was a bit um i don't know it felt a little bit toothless cuz yeah it was just there are better things there are better versions of that same story the strangers is like a prime example yeah it's of like a home invasion
1: yeah exactly that it's the first one is is really self-contained it's a home invasion story um with the purge as concept being the thing and we haven't really explained what the purge is so for those who've never seen the purge the basically the idea of the purge is that in america they that there has been a almost a bit of a coup by a very right-wing political group called the nffa which are the new founding fathers of america yeah. Um, and they have instituted a regime whereby once a year, there is a night where all crime, um, including murder, is legal.
0: Um, <laughs> and,
1: ooh. Ooh, and everyone goes nuts and it just turns into absolute chaos. And there are now, what's this, the fifth one? So what, there's the, there's the purge, anarchy, election year, first purge. So and it's now the Purge,
0: three, the purge anarchy, the purge yeah. election year. First purge. Uh, the first purge and then purge the forever purge the forever purge
1: there's five in total so there's five yeah. of these movies and then they've also spun off into a tv show which i've I've watched as well i can talk about yeah i've uh,
0: never done that no i didn't get that far
1: no i had a lot of time to kill um so <laughs> i watched the um the tv show as well but the idea is that yeah each of these movies explores what the consequences of that are and they they escalate um, they get, you know, the first one that we say, the the first one that they did with um the original is very much like it's a suburban family and they have to sort of explain to their kids what the purge is all about. And then we get, you know, they get home invasion and they start to, you know, debate about the morality of it all. Um and then yeah. later we get into like, you know, the, the anarchy is the one where we go out onto the streets and we see like the actual what it's like to try and survive on the night of the purge. Yeah. And they get increasingly political. I mean, you know, the third one's called election year. Like you know what I mean? It's <laughs> you know, they get they get increasingly into the, the ins and outs of the politics of it all. Um yeah. but it's interesting that it, you know it took off because it's kind of that you can't help but draw the parallels between the you know Trumpism and all that kind of stuff. And like, you know, even going back as far as 2013, the the guy who's like the main antagonist in that. Is like a blonde haired blue eyed yuppie type.
0: Well, he's like uh, you know a I mean? Trump Jr. Or he is, or...
1: but that was in 2013. That was well before Trump mm. was elected. Do you know what I mean? So it was like exactly. they were like preempting it. And now, like when you get to like by the time we get to the Forever Purge, and there is literally like insurrectionists taking over the country, it's like <laughs> this is getting way too fucking close to the bone. Now we need to stop making these, can we, please? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, i think that's part of the reason why it has continued the way it has and why because it sort of it struck a nerve and then it's sort of ridden the wave of the political discourse in america and then the right wing but
0: like yeah not necessarily then again like but it doesn't it does and it doesn't because it's it it's got this weird sort of political agenda that it doesn't sort of eschew the right wing in, in so much as that it sort of i don't know like because there's this weird sort of the problem that exists is that it, it's anti-capitalist but then it's not anti-capitalist because it's sports business and then is there's all these sort of organizations within it and that everyone has to work and everyone has yeah. a job but it's it's anti-insurance and I anti-nffa it, yeah, I, think I think so like, it loses exactly. any sort of political allegory through it yeah. because it's like right the the worst people like the outliers of people that are, exist in this world, it makes it out and it's like this this horror film, mm. and they're like, "Oh, it's horror!" It's imagine if one night a year all the crime was legal, and it's like you don't show like the wider exploits of this; you just show just like this violence, just the extreme version of it. Yeah, and so that's that's like, exactly
1: my my question of it because every time they like the the announcement comes over on the tv and it's become sort of iconic now is like but the thing that s- sticks with me is like it's the line where they say any and all crime including murder will be legal yeah and it's like right well you need to like what are the i want to know the bigger ramifications of it like is who's like what are the white collar crimes going on like is there someone like stealing the entire pension fund but if he does it yeah. on the
0: night of the purge that's okay and you can't get him for it yeah do you know what I mean it's stuff like that? Exactly. Like what? Where? What are these people? Because if it's if it's got this anti right wing agenda, why is it not going in and doing, um, you know, like records destroying or burning down gun shops or or like attacking anything that might exist on this sort of like heavy right wing paradigm? Like, why are people not attacking churches? And you're like, of, yeah, like these sort of extremist belief types and it it, like it never really lands with anything it just feels like this really early concept piece that just goes dowdy
1: yeah and it's just it's there's underlying things that are like they try and hit on different things in different movies but there are Mm. underlying tones that are there from the very beginning and continue throughout and one of the main things is is, yeah um so there's the is what they're more concerned about like you said they're more concerned about class in terms hmm. of, you know, the, the rich people, but you know, the, 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 disparity between the rich and the poor and like, you know, the rich can afford to have these really like high-tech security systems and lock themselves in. Whereas the poor are the ones who get purged, but then they also then combine that with the idea that the poor people in America are predominantly, or the way they're depicted in the movies anyway, are ethnic minorities. So then you get into a, there's a Racial element to it, but that's always been like they get more into it in the later movies. But even in the first movie, that's still there because you get mm. like the only black character in the entire first movie is the homeless man who is being, who they're, the guys are trying to purge and take shelter yeah. in the family's house. Yeah. And literally they come to the door and say, We need to kill that. And they call him like a dog, this scum, this piece of filth. We need to eradicate. it is our, you know, our right as Americans to purge him. And it's like, Yeah it's fucking pretty is like all the politics in this is like it's got all the subtlety of sledgehammer um and yeah but
0: it feels like it's but it's it, that's what i mean is it's there's no subtlety or attack to it no but it doesn't ever feel feel thought out it's not it's not ever clever with it no it's not ever like intelligently looking at that sort of part of it and going well maybe if it was and he just goes Nah, we're just going to do that. And it's just the very simplest form of it. And then they just push it out the door Mm. because then they go, they talk about like the, the, uh, the inequality of it. And they're like, oh, it's only rich people that are, that are making money off this and that they're, they're just making money off this. Yeah. And they're like, well, but what, how, first of all, other than insurance, insurance, gun sales, Um, insurance and gun sales and they're like oh no and then it's like the the rich people are getting richer and the the poorer people are getting poorer but then they send out death squads to kill the poor people because they're not purging enough and then it's like a a cover-up to it but then it's never exposed
1: no not so much I mean there are I will say that there are some of that some of that stuff does get dug into a little bit in the TV show right um just purely by the fact that it is a TV show they can get into it in a little bit more depth and you get these like you know, social climbers who get invited to a purge party where it's like in this giant opulent house and yeah. they're, they're not quite, they're the sort of middle class who've worked their way up and they're not quite sure whether they believe in it or not. And these guys are all NFFA supporters. And like, well, if you want okay. if you want to, you know, improve your business, then you're going to have to join the party, I'm afraid. And you're going to have to, and but then that on tonight, that means you're going to have to sort of show that you're one of us by killing this guy that we brought in. And it's like it's just like right, what the ra- it, it does get into some of those ramifications, and there are like you know mm-hmm. storylines where I think there's one where it's like a um, a guy who had an affair with someone's wife, then puts a hit out on the husband to remove okay. him from the picture, but only on Purge night can someone then go and collect on that. So it's like right, right, and then and then it gets he goes, why would someone put a hit out on me? And he investigates and finds out that's why it's because his wife had an affair, and there's a whole thing behind it. It's like. So there are some things they can do, but they just the movies never concern themselves with any of that.
0: They're just not
1: bothered. They all they want to do is just like cause it's like shock and horror and sort of
0: yeah. And that's one of the things that sort of bugs me a bit because I'm always a bit like go a bit deeper, yeah. Like, but it's all it all feels like they just want to have like a really good trailer and loads of excerpts for that.
1: Yeah, I will say that, yeah, the TV show is not the best thing in the world. But if you are looking for a little bit more on that, then
0: I would say... I think I will it, go uh, and watch it, to be yeah,
1: fair.
0: Because
1: what's interesting about it as well is that it's done in an anthology style. So the first series just tells the story of one Purge night and just takes place over that night. And it's kind of almost like a 24 style where it's like in real time. Um, okay. And you follow several different um, stories um, as they play out um and then you and then at the end they, they you realize they are, are all connected in some way which I won't spoil obviously uh, but you think you're watching these disparate stories they've got nothing to do with one another and it turns out they are connected more than you realize um but then season two is completely different season two starts as the end of the purge is happening and it's literally like it's the countdown like the last half hour of the purge and you see what all these different characters are doing and then you then watch throughout the series, you then watch a year in their lives as they get ready for the next purge. Okay. Um, so it's the ramifications of the previous purge, and then like, so there's like, there's a whole big manhunt thing that goes on in it where there's guys who rob a bank. And then if oh. you, as you watch the um, security footage, they realize that the guy's foot was just still on the property line when the last siren stopped. Right. <laughs> By inches. And so on that basis, we can arrest him for for um, stealing that money. Right. And so it's things like that, which again they never do in the movies, but they get an opportunity to do it in the TV show. So yeah, yeah. I won't bang on about it. But... So concerned
0: about just like moving from action point to action point and killing people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, but like... and,
0: and then it doesn't make any that's what I mean about like the, the bizarre sort of political undertones that they sit in that. And they're like, purge is really bad man until we do it. Yeah, it's
1: like it's, it's we're doing those, it in
0: self defense kind yeah, of. It's the it's the whole
1: yeah the, the message of the purge movies as a whole is violence is bad but it can be solved by other violence by It's like, you know, violence. It's like yeah the greatest hero of the whole series is Frank Grillo's character who is in two of the movies. He's in yeah Anarchy and Election Year. But he's the hero because he kicks a shitload of ass. Yeah. And he and he is great. And he, and he's people. Yeah, he's awesome. To be fair, he's a really good action hero. And he's like, I was like quite impressed by because I've always thought of him as a bit of a B movie sort of actor. You know, yeah. he does it, he does his bit in the Marvel movies, but I actually thought, and I think still, I and I've said it to you before, it, the Anarchy is my favorite of the Purge movies, definitely.
0: Yeah,
1: I think that's that's the best one. Um, thanks to no small part to him being in it and him having, he has the strongest arc him, in that much more so Frank than he does. Rillo. Yeah, much more so than he does. It. He's the central point of it, whereas in the um, in election year, they kind of bring him along as, well, people liked him, so that's
0: that's fine of a yeah. use for him sort of thing. Um, they got the lady from Lost. Yeah. I mean... Also, speaking what, of the lady from Lost... The white saviour. The purge. The, yes. <laughs> the, the, the purge. White
1: saviour edition.
0: The, the purge has a very, very serious problem with like white savior in films oh yeah because at some point a white guy's definitely going to come to the rescue or a white woman's going to tell people that crime is wrong this is bad yeah despite the fact that it's cost dozens of lives to get here now it's bad
1: yeah Why? it's because, it's, because... That, that one in particular election year is really problematic with it um yeah. and yeah it's just literally it gets really really d- Obvious in it, you've got these this whole group of uh black characters who run a deli in you know washington um and then it's all about this senator who they're protecting who potentially could take down the nffa but she is a the most the whitest white woman who's ever lived um yeah. and she's the one who's going to save everybody and you know they really overdo it with that to a point where you know black and ethnic characters sacrifice themselves in order to save her um yeah and it's just, yeah, it's really, really tone deaf. And I'm, I'm astonished that they, it was made in the way that it was. Like, you think that they would have had the senator character be an Obama type, at the very yeah. least. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I, mean, I know it's obvious. Yeah, like Michelle so it, or,
0: or Barack. Like, yeah. either, either one. Like,
1: If the whole point is that, like, you're trying to make this whole thing, and, like, the first Purge in particular gets this whole idea of it being a, you know, the the black and ethnic minorities who were living in like this. So they do the first Purge um, test in Saturn Island in the projects, basically, in like yeah. these, these tenement buildings where predominantly, you know, black and ethnic minority people live. And Zadia, these are the ones who, who suffer on Purge night, and they really hammer that point home in all the movies. And then when you get to the movie where they're going to go, right, well, let's take them on politically, they go, no, we're going to have a white woman do it. For so, yeah. fuck's sake, really? exactly and, it's and all not somebody that's like
0: survived or yeah. they've, because they could have done exactly the same story yeah but just with a black
1: family but even that like they have again i I won't i promise oh, this is the last time i mentioned the tv show <laughs> but there's a character in season one who is a i can't remember what they they have an acronym for it. it's like original um what they call them original martyr family uh um O M. F. Uh, you're, oh, you're an OMF. Oh, shit. What that means is his parents were. The, the idea is that this guy's parents were killed in the first purge on Saturn Island, right? And so they they're like they've got this status and this sort of they're kind of oh my god you're an, like it's like a you know a nine eleven victims family sort of thing. That's what okay. they, they're thought of like that. They're like they've got this special status. And it's like you should have made it one of them. You should have. In fact, that guy he was like he was a servant. He's quite an interesting character. He's an ex marine. And his, yeah. both his both his parents were killed in the first purge. It's like, he should run for president. <laughs> Do you know yeah. What I mean? And he's also Hispanic. Or, 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 yeah, I think he's Hispanic. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, well, there you go then. Make it that guy. <laughs> uh, no. All right. Fine.
0: No, just going to. All right. He, he can Juliet be like from, from Lost.
1: Juliet from Lost. Okay, fine. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, talking about the new one. Yeah. I think the new one like it has that it sums up that weird dichotomy, but they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. With, yeah. with this whole idea that so the idea of this new latest one is that despite the fact that Juliet from Lost got elected and saved the day and everything was fine, the NFFA then got
0: voted back into power. <laughs> yeah. It's like okay,
1: first like, of all. Oh,
0: it's a landslide. And yeah. then and then it cuts out, and you're like, Oh, everybody is saved, everybody's gonna be okay to do not do purging anymore yeah but no just give it two years and then they'll be back
1: again but like that is almost like they kind of they missed a trick there because they can't they've skipped it they've skipped over the the interesting bit like i would have seen i want to see the next election yeah i want to see her get like how like vehement and like i mean i can't i say i want to see it but at the same time we've seen too much of it in real life so i don't really want to see it but do you know what i mean like what was that campaign like that like because that is often the case with politics is that we swing one way or the other. You know, everything goes very left for eight years. And then as a result of that, everything kicks back and yeah. we end up going very right wing. And like what the most extreme version of that is this whole purge scenario. So it was like, what the fuck did that look like when they were campaigning to, to reinstate yeah. the purge and using that as their campaign platform to get reelected? Like Jesus Christ, do you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it just kind of smacks to the fact that people are like, we we've run out of ideas a little bit so we're gonna just bring it all back doesn't make any sense and then just yeah the the, the central thesis of this one is
1: that yeah it's like all these you know disenfranchised or angry white blokes are saying right well we don't want the purge just to be one night anymore we want it to be the forever purge
0: yeah and that 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 itself brings like a whole sort of level of sort of questionality so essentially what happens within this one is um we follow some undocumented migrants as they move to America, mm. they get jobs, they start working, they start trying to like land themselves in the country and ingratiate and learning English, they're sort of working and doing what they can. And then it comes up to Purge Night, and they've used all their like savings that so they can pull together this money to go to like a safe place mm. uh during Purge Night.
1: That's the other thing that's interesting is that they've got so they there are some shades of gray in this because they the is the boss not the not just lucas's character the dad who yeah. gives all the guys who work for him um purge uh, extra bonus money yeah so it's they're finally like addressing the fact that like oh well people can't you know um uh, you know poorer people can't defend themselves of purge. so if we give them a purge bonus to help keep them safe and they can do whatever they want with that money and that's the kind of thing okay right so you're addressing yeah. that a little bit. So okay, not everyone's evil. Okay. All right, fair enough. Um, yeah. But that's where we get the weird, that's when things start getting weird because we get this. There's Juan is the main guy who we follow, who's the, who's the uh male, the, the Mexican guy who came over the border with his um with his wife. Yeah. Um, but then he also works at this ranching um yeah, this farm with um Josh Lucas Will is, Patton. is it Will Patton? Will Patton's is- the boss, isn't he? He's the dad. Oh, Will Patton's the the dad, yeah. And then Josh Lucas is the sort of the, the foreman or whatever. Uh but then there's also there's the, there's a couple of guys who are like the the donkey workers for lack of a better term, the actual workers themselves, yeah, like the stable guys, yeah, exactly. And that but there are two of them are Mexican, and then there's one guy who's white and he's very angry. Yeah. But his anger is centered around, and he says this to one, like he doesn't have a he's not like racist towards Juan. Josh Lucas is, but he's not. He says Oh yeah, they've given us this protection money so they can exploit our slave labor, and like, so he's like, he's some sort of class warrior, and he's like pissed off with his lot in life, and that's his yeah. whole thesis, which he then expounds upon later on. And it's like, right, but at the same time, all the people who are doing the forever purge have got this: we want to cleanse the streets and get rid of anybody who isn't white. Yeah. So it's like, are you brothers in arms with the the Mexican guys who are also at the bottom of the food chain? Exactly, or like, are you the, against the, the, them all? The per, I don't. The like,
0: urge that you're against the wealthy, and you don't care about the like the undocumented migrants.
1: Yeah, but they're all this like the way you pitched it before is like you're. Oh, we're all in this together, I and mean, you know they're, they're exploiting. They're he's yeah. exploiting you just the way the same way he's exploiting me, which could have been interesting. But it was like, no, we're not doing that. We're also we're going to be we're going to be racist as well because so we're going to tie that in. So if you wanna, we want yeah. to we want to cleanse everything, and make everyone white, but we also don't want anyone to. Be exploited for their labour, right? Yeah, confused. I don't understand it's what the <laughs> yeah. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's it's confused. Fucking you know. for This is the one that
0: leans really more into like leans quite heavily into like the political stuff, like yeah. in the way that it talks about it a lot. It it addresses like theological sort of parts of it behind the scenes rather than just being oh they're rich. And we're poor, yeah. You know, it's rather than sort of trying to stoke the fires of hating wealthy people because of whatever reason that they've decided. And they're like, "Well, they 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 sponsor this and they do this." Whereas in this one, they're like, "No, you treat us bad, and it's slave labor, and it's this and this and this and it's." You're like, I don't know. Are you? Did you do any research into like anything about why people would be? why there are like disenfranchised white youths in this sort of side of things, and how they're being radical. You haven't. You've just made it up and just yeah. Gone, it's like, oh, well, they're it's racist, like, aren't they? You're because his. he says he's not racist.
1: Yeah, but so then I just, he. I just, I just think we should all stick to our own and not bother one another. Right? Yeah,
0: and that's, well, that's Josh Lucas is saying that, isn't yeah. he? And he's.
1: Yeah, like, but that's the thing with the, the other guy, the guy who's making this big political statement about, you know, this is, what, this is how we feel every day. We feel like we're powerless and helpless because we don't have any money. And it's like, mm. okay, cool. I was like, now I'm kind of interested to see, if he was to confront Juan and the now, mm. would he go, right, you're with us, brother, or would his racism come out? And he would, like, he wouldn't, I'm, I'm interested to see that. We don't see it because he just gets shot. Yeah. They literally, he's a threat, he's a bad guy, they kill him, and that's the end of it. And it's like, that was like the nugget of interesting stuff that you could have done in here. And they just didn't do it, they didn't bother with it. Mm. They just think not give a shit. No, and then they just go on to have this whole, this very predictable, you know, a group of survivors get together. Some of them are Mexican, some of them are white. The Josh Slickers yeah. character has a sort of a. One uh, of them,
0: one, one, one pair, one mixed race couple decide to. They're like oh, there's gonna be a romance. Oh, what do you mean the um the oh well, I found the peanut
1: butter, I found the jelly. Yeah. Wonder what's gonna happen here. It's like, oh for fucks really, really. Yeah. It's by like, a it feels phone.
0: like a kid has written this. Yeah,
1: it feels I literally just what, that feels like it's written by a fucking five year old. It's like, well, how can like how can I get across the people coming together? It's like, well, you can't say ebony ebony and ivory because that's been done. Uh
0: what about yeah. peanut butter and jelly? <laughs> yeah exactly what can we do that's racially neutral
1: yeah it's just like and again there was other there are other points in it where i was thinking maybe they're gonna stumble onto something here like because you get this sort of there's a little there's very little tension in the whole movie but you do get this initial piece where the sirens go off in Mm. the morning and you realize oh it's all over and there's this like creeping sense of dread like something else is not shit it's not right and you see like this thing on the news where the guy the newscast was saying, ah, oh, and everything's going back to normal. Everything's fine. And then he just from off camera, just gets shot in the head. And, yeah. that, and we, we see that, but none of the characters do. And it's like, oh fuck, we, we know it's all going to kick off. And then the, the thing that finally kicks off is first of all, it was spoiled in the trailer. Cause it's that really stupid goat trap that would kill a man <laughs> <laughs> immediately. Um,
0: yeah.
1: But then they have this fight where it's, so it's the Mexican, uh, I think it's Adele. The name is, or, ada i, I don't, don't know i can't remember
0: well, but yeah she
1: she has a um, let me look it up yeah so she has a fight with these these white purges who just come out of the bins dressed as fucking white Which rabbits is... i don't know yeah um and then her boss who's a black guy turns up and defends her as well and they defend themselves go a little bit too far by like positioning a guy to get killed and then like executing him adela. um adela yeah, there you go um So yeah, they go a little bit too far with that. But then what happens then is what's interesting or what could have been interesting is that the police turn up and there's two white police officers and they arrest the black and Hispanic woman. And they're trying to say, no, 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 we didn't do anything wrong. We were just defending ourselves. These guys attacked us and they're not having any of it. And they're just putting them in the arm like, okay, we we could be getting something here. Now it's a case of, right, are we going to tap into the, Institutionalized racism within the police in America, and how they assume yeah. that anyone other racial ethnicity that isn't white is therefore the aggressor, and therefore they they're the ones who are always in the wrong, regardless of the circumstance. Mm, this could be interesting. Nah.
0: This could no, be really interesting. It's gone. No, nah,
1: it's gone. They literally, they then, they, they, they you then cut to inside the paddy wagon where they've been like taken away to um, prison. And it's like, oh, the other guy sat in there with them is literally a white bloke with a swastika tattooed to his face. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. No, no, I forgot there isn't any subtlety in this. Is there? All right. Fine.
0: There's no tact in this. It's all written, it's written by a 14 year old. Yeah. <laughs> Who then goes, like, like the, the
1: fucking, oh, the, that guy in the truck, he's such an idiot. <laughs> yeah. So it's
0: great. just like, he's, Starts going on about all
1: the different gun noises and how it's a symphony and strike up the band. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. (laughs) Was he using words? No, he's not using words like symphony and orchestra. No, he's not. No, he doesn't know those words. All right.
0: (laughs) It just makes no sense. And it's like that just every character in this is a caricature or a cartoon. Yeah. With the exception of Adela and one
1: yeah i mean a little bit but i think the only thing with with adela and Juan, and this goes a kind of across the series a little bit is that they mm. do idolize and sort of they are like saint like the, the the characters who they want us to like yeah they never do any you know that there are they're like it's the same with the you know the, the villains there is no subtlety it's like these guys are their apps, they're perfect immigrants who come in, they get a job immediately, they start learning English. She's telling him off for not learning, they're not really,
0: speaking. really polite to all the white people, exactly.
1: There's no resentment or anything like that, and it's all just perfect, yeah, straight down the line. Because they can there can't be any sort of in, uh, insinuation that they're anything other than perfect, otherwise, our yeah. whole point falls apart. It's like, yeah, okay, fair enough, and the same goes for like some of the, but, that's know, the the, characters, th- but they don't characters give it pre- any
0: sort of. Tact or nuance, either no. do they? Like,
1: no. no. I mean that that would have been interesting if it, they had gone into the like, okay, maybe yeah, Juan came here. and He came here with the best intentions, and he was trying to get a, jo- a job the right way. But no mm. one was. But because of the institute the racism inherent in Texas of all places, he couldn't get yeah. a job on a farm because they just wouldn't hire a Mexican man. So then that meant that he had to find other means of making money, and that's how things happened. Do you know what I mean? But they didn't do that. That would have been too nuanced. That would have been too difficult. So they just, no, he turned up, skipped 10 months. He's got a job. He's doing a really good job. Everyone loves him. He's brilliant with horses. And that pisses off the white man because the white man isn't as good with horses as he is. Um, yeah. Because Mexicans have got a special affinity for, for working with animals. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, exactly. A bit, like, a bit like the Native Americans. They're spiritual. They're in touch with nature. spiritual. Like, oh. Yeah, exactly. It's like, again...
0: In a way that we aren't.
1: Yeah, again, it's like a fucking cliche, isn't it? It's just like...
0: <laughs> yeah because it's 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 almost offensive and it's like pandering yeah and, and, and that's sort of the thing like I'm you know we're obviously fairly considered types of people you you know you've made no secret to say about how you know you're very left-wing and then I'm sort of center left in the way that i sort of think about certain things yeah but even in this it feels like it feels like really shallow virtue signaling it doesn't even feel yeah. like it's been and or'm I'm not
1: i'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not long... saying that there aren't people like perfect immigrants no, of, course not. of course they do but for the well, purposes of, of a movie but, yeah. everything has to be you know and it's like and the fact that we've watched you know when you watch all the movies in one hit like i have done you start to notice all the patterns you start yeah. to realize that again it's like you know um but i mean they every now and then they get again an opportunity to do that so i mean like the in the first purge was quite interesting they have the the young um sort of protagonist character who his sister doesn't is protesting the purge thinks he's terrible but he's this sort of angry young man who's pissed off with the system and decides that he wants to go out and try and get rid of yeah. some of that anger and it's like okay he's a good person but he just he feels like he's got this you know righteous anger which he wants to find an outlet for it's like, okay that's interesting that's that's a bit more nuanced than just everyone who goes purging puts a mask on and immediately turns into a ravenous piece of shit like yeah It's like there's got to be somewhere in between, and they every now and then they hit on one, but it's very much the exception.
0: Most purges are fucking. The first purge is the one that Mm. I don't know. Like, Mm. the first purge is the one that's kind of like always slips my mind. Like, yeah, and it's just I don't know. It's like I've seen it a couple of times, but I just don't remember it from Adam really. Like. Yeah, I
1: mean it, it's it's all right. It's like, interesting. I think part one,
0: two, three, and well, you know, now five hmm. are all sort of fairly memorable. But like there isn't a lot that I can remember about. I think it, part cause...
1: it definitely suffers from um from prequelitis, does the first purge because they, they sort of they leave it on this note where it's like, you know, they some of these characters manage to survive. And there are and again, now I'm thinking about it actually, they do have they are the, that is the movie where they make that exception in terms of Virtue signalling. So, like, one of the main characters, who's whose painted as a very heroic character, is also like the chief drug dealer in the in the neighborhood. Yeah, and he pushes drugs, but at the same time, he's then the hero who saves everyone at the end. And it's like, right, that is, <laughs> yeah, that is kind of you've you've done that. I'll give him that. Actually, in fairness, so now that I'm thinking about it, that is actually quite a good, you know, nuanced yeah. gray, these shades of grey. And and he gets called out on it by other characters in the movie. She goes, "No, I'm not going to be with you because you you." you push poison around our, our neighborhood and you're making it a worse place to live in but at the same mm. time he's the man who was best equipped to to help in this situation on a you know on a purely sort of physical violence point of view he has guys following him and therefore he can save them yeah so there is a little bit of that but i feel like yeah so now on reflection i think the first person might be better than i gave it credit for um but then, yeah, I think part of the prequelitis problem with it is that they get to the end of the movie and they have this whole, oh, we, we managed to survive the night, but we're not going to let this happen to anyone else. We're going to fight this. And then obviously yeah. we never see those characters ever again. And we know that like 10 years later or like however long later it is, the purge is just a standard thing that yeah. was considered a success and that's it. So it's like, well, it kind of falls flat. Like if, that, if that's what how you're going to leave it
0: yeah that, that's the thing it sort of sets up optimism but then kills it with um kills it with what it thinks is cool yeah which yeah then kind of let lets you down and you're just like okay like there never seems to be any follow-up to anything i know well you know excluding the fact that election year was direct sequel yeah. but it, it in so much as like We've seen Frank Grillo's growth, but we saw that in the first one. In yeah. the first one that he was in. So you don't ever see any sort of growth between any episode of what's going on there. There's never any sort of progression or sort of linearity to the way things change because it's always the same. When you get to the end of election year, and they're like, it's she won. It's a landslide. That, and then like and then, then they, as soon as the next film comes in, they just do it in the in the, the during the credits. They're like, yeah. oh yes. It was like so.
1: they, they wrote themselves into a corner and it's like, well, again, like you there is a, a a movie to be made about that is like what would be the political backlash against that, or you yeah. can choose to pick up the characters, so yeah, make pick up the characters from the first purge and go, you know, go back in time. There are there are loads of different things they could do. Um as sort they of could do
0: the same thing that they did with the forever purge, but without bringing it back, you know, they could have it be the insurrection. They could yeah. have... I
1: think. Well, I was thinking that they could have done, but I feel like now it's like you probably shouldn't.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's the thing, because it's always been like a fairly dangerous proposition, isn't it? Like the purge, because people are like, oh, you know, well, it could produce crime and it could... Yeah, it could produce crime, and it could, could stop this, and it could stop that, and it could. And you're like, How? well, the what the mean? fact is, the the what happens in the Forever Purge is what would happen in real life. Like, yeah, it would start, and it would. You could never put that put it back in the bottle.
1: No, and then even on on a micro level, and I, damn it, I I said I wasn't going to talk about the TV show again, but here I am again. <laughs> in I think it's what season is it? Second season. Yeah. Hmm. So in the second season, there's you again, because you start the whole series in towards the end of the first Purge night, you meet this and he's like a young college guy who's just out on Purge night. And like, they've got a frat fraternity thing where they have to get a photo of a dead body. Right. As like a, a, as a, um, as a pledge thing or whatever. So he's out oh, with like the, a hazing thing. Yeah, exactly. So he's out with all his mates doing that. They get attacked and through, you know, circumstance, through self-defense, he ends up killing his attacker. And then right. what you do then is you follow him throughout the rest of the year as he gets more and more radicalized and more and more sort of bloodlusty in terms of he's done it once and now he feels like he needs to, he feels the compulsion uh, to do it okay. again. And you see how it slowly fucks him up until by the time you get to the end of the series, he's a full, like, ready to go, tooling himself up, ready for the Purge night. And it's like, that's like how, so again, so if you like on a macro level, like you say the natural conclusion to all this is that the forever purge will happen and people will just keep purging on an individual level. You can see how it would be just where it starts off in self-defense. And before you know it, there's like some sort of, it triggers something in someone who is young and vulnerable or or wherever it happens to be, or has that in their psyche. They feel like that's their outlet. And then before you know it, that's how you get these. So it actually explores a little bit how they end up the way they are
0: yeah so yeah what's the tv show <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm definitely gonna because it's, it's there's so much it's such a shame that they just don't put any of this in the films because it could be it holds a stronger message if yeah. you know what i mean like it could be addressing the fact that you know the outright does indoctrinate people that have been uh you know sort of turned away like societies turn their back on them or cancel culture is you know the extreme left of got their claws into them and has sort of torn them to shreds to make themselves feel good and uh, you know whatever which way it's happened. But that's how these things happen. Like radicalization comes from a point of weakness that they and they build up their strengths. as an exploitation thing. Yeah. But they never really do that in this. They're no. just like they're Nazis. No, okay, that- what else they just they're they're either psych like and I say this with like speech marks, they're psychos or they're Nazis. Yeah, but even though they're they're just criminals, but like every
1: time they try and like skirt around a point or get to like, even so again, in the the forever purge is a great example of it where the dad's character, the older guy, I keep forgetting the actor's name,
0: Will Patton, Will Patton,
1: yeah, he just breaks down and explains to the bloke who's attacking him, he goes, you understand that the, the purge was created by a bunch of rich white men, right? and you're just being that you're being their proxy for them. You're doing their dirty work for them. You get that. Right. And he's like trying to call him on his bullshit. And you see the guy start to think about it. And then he, but then like the guy then goes, well, from my family to yours, fuck you. And then he shoots him in the head. And that's it. It's like, fuck it. You like, you almost started like a genuine, like you almost turned the bloke, but then you decided to get aggressive about it. And then it turned into an action sequence. It's like, fuck's sake. Every time there's a little bit of a, like you're close to any time that they can
0: demonstrate any
1: point. Yeah. They then go, Well, someone better get shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, getting, exactly. we're getting dangerously close to saying something here. Let's let's blow
0: something up. <laughs> and that's that's the one thing that I think that like my main carry away from this sort of like the grand rewatch that we've done that never yeah. really sort of it didn't occur to me before because they were so it was such like a fractured watching order. Yeah. Is that um uh it's so toothless. Yeah. Like yeah, you get to see people shot and you get to see people stamped and stuff, but then you're like, there's no real power behind all of this. It's just a series of action sequences that are loosely stitched together. Where they're like, guns, guns are really bad unless you got a unless you got a gun. Yeah, and it's like, and, it's and the then whole it, thing- it sort of reinforces it. It reinforces the points that it's trying to negate.
1: Yeah, it's like it's perfect. Like it, it does these, these things where they go, you know, like the whole idea of like, why do people wear masks when they purge is like because they feel ashamed about it, they feel like they have to be. But at the same time, it's like, yes, but as the filmmakers, you've chosen to make the bad guys in quotation marks, people who wear masks. Yeah. So we very rarely see someone who doesn't have a mask, who isn't a faceless goon, get killed. Yeah, you know, or when we do, those are the times when we're meant to feel sympathy for it. Any all the kills that happen where someone's wearing a mask, we're not meant to care. we're meant to go, Oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, go get them, Frank, though. It's like, can you not see that you're kind of contradicting yourself and making your own point? Where it's like, we've disassociated. And because you've put a mask on someone, we don't think about the violence anymore, which is the point you're yeah. making. But you're doing it in a movie. And it's, yeah, junk. You know, like, you can't, yeah. can you not see the irony in that? No? Okay, all right, fine.
0: <laughs> no, they don't care because it's just, they'll just be like, We're going to blow someone up no we're gonna shoot someone yeah Yeah. okay cool because we gotta do one or the other and then yeah just never it's one thing that did sort of catch me off guard for a film that sort of celebrates violence but pretends it doesn't yeah it feels like the worst sort of like leftist hypocrisy that's out there because they're like oh you should hate the right wing because they do this but what we like is watching them get murdered yeah
1: it's like yeah it's but this like, it's the carpets and the yeah and that and that's again, not
0: me saying that about the left that's me saying that about the politics the of this yeah of, of like the people the, the people that are making the purge like are blaming it on rich white people but they're all rich white people that are making these films yeah so yeah yeah i mean what's the <laughs> I know the like the directors have changed. Yeah, but, but even like um, the, the
1: main architect behind the whole thing. I was just checking. It's James DeMonico. Yeah, he, uh, born born in Brooklyn in the USA in nineteen in
0: nineteen
1: sixty nine. Yeah, very much. Yeah, <laughs> like am American.
0: Yeah. Um, so this so is what like a sixty year old yeah. white guy pretty much
1: yeah i think well the the, the name and i and looking at a photo of him there's probably there is an ethnicity uh background there where it's probably maybe from it sounds
0: like from an italian background if yeah know, maybe. Or maybe um but, but yeah <laughs> again Still. Oh,
1: the, i remember saying this to you before can you imagine if they like they just gave the keys to this franchise to someone like jordan peele yeah that'd be like unreal wouldn't it because again this is it's blumhouse like, it's, it's new, O'Reilly, new yeah uh, and this is the you know, this is another one of those franchises that is being supported by the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> if it wasn't for mm. that, this wouldn't get made. Um,
0: so but they make quite a lot of money, don't they? I mean, there's a reason that this. I think. Well, there's,
1: I think the reason is like, and it's the same with most horror films is that they're ch- relatively cheap to make and make their money back very easily. Yeah, where's it's that same, Blumhouse
0: model, isn't it? Yeah, so. it's the
1: same reason that you know we've got however many paranormal activities and the conjurings or whatever is that they're really easy to just sort of churn out.
0: Yeah, um, oh, well, man. there is speaking of paranormal activity, there's there's a potential that at some point, if we do run a bit dry, that we could do an episode on all of them. Oh fuck me, because, really? Because yeah, That's, it's watched, quite uh I watched
1: the first one and it's fucking boring, man. I was just watching someone's fucking nanny cam for two hours, and now I'm meant to yeah. be excited when something moves. I'm not, I just yeah. couldn't I can't go over that. That I remember seeing it. I think I went to the cinema when I was at uni to watch the first one. And I was right. pissing myself laughing. Everyone was like jumping. I'm like, "How the fuck has this become what entertainment is now?" But literally, just we've paid to watch this,
0: and it's it's big just, problem, mate.
1: I, I, it's just it, yeah, it's mental to me that that franchise exists. So yeah, mate, you're right. Maybe
0: we should do it. Yeah, <laughs> like the the thing is because um, uh, it retcons itself. And in a surprising way, it actually retcons itself quite cleverly. Okay. So the first one was obviously just designed to be a standalone. And they were like, oh, it's, it's a ghost house. Yeah, But, but then as they've gone $2.50 through, $2.50 they've, they've gone. Yeah. And they've actually sort of built on that legacy and then generated all the sort of mythology and law that exists within it from itself. Yeah. So and then it all starts to sort of tie back on itself, and there's a prequel. There's a, a what? There's a, actually a couple of prequels, I think. And yeah, there's the nun, uh, and there's the there's Annabelle. Oh no, that's the Conjuring universe. The that's same, different. It's
1: the same fucking thing, Tom. It's all the same fucking
0: thing, right? <laughs> Conjuring universe, totally different. Yeah, uh, whatever. But we'll uh, we'll do that as well. Okay. That's Maybe got James one so he's yeah. He sort of the architecture of that universe but anyway purge
1: yeah um yeah i don't know what else there is to say about it really i don't know have you got anything else that you
0: haven't mentioned that you feel we need mm-hmm. to bring up no just the fact that it none of it makes any sense
1: no i mean they're, they're, um, there's diminishing returns like i say i think that by far my favorite and i think yours as well is anarchy because it does kind of follow through on some of the ideas that they have um in terms yeah. of you know the class wars, it's not too heavy-handed with the race stuff even though the race stuff is still there um yeah. and it has quite a good like satisfying character art for frank girl's character
0: um, yeah and, and it also that- addresses that characters aren't always like super squeaky clean no exactly like, like, there's one sort of specific incident that sort of springs to mind for that one for me but um yeah where you're like oh oh okay this is going in a different way than I thought it was going to yeah. I thought this was going to do something totally different.
1: Yeah. And I think that's definitely what is lost in the last couple of movies, um, particularly with this forever purge. There was nothing that surprised me about it in the slightest, no. like even to the point where, you know, they have this very early and it's all just very odd. Some of the writing of it, but, uh, the early scenes where, you know, Josh Lucas said they're at a family dinner and he gets all uppity because someone tries to say, oh, you should get a, a Hispanic nanny to look after your kids. And they yeah. really labor this point. He goes, and is like, thank you, but no, thank you. I don't want my kids speaking Spanish, and they just keep keep making the point. He's no, like, live "Hey, in Mexico, hey, man! Like, hey, honey, I think you're being rude." It was like, "No, I'm not being rude. I'm I'm sorry if I caused any offence, but I don't need to meet her because I don't want my kids speaking Spanish in this house." It's like yeah. he keeps banging on about it, and then there's this is the weird bit where his wife just like he almost shoots her in the face for a start, and then she goes, "No, we can bring a child into this country if we want. Not the N- Fuck the N.F.F.A." I'm like, "What are you
0: talking about?" Yeah, and then like, he gets all, and then he's like, "You're turning me on." No, Fuck! You know, like, what is what this? Is is this? D- this is such a first draft, isn't it? Everything about it is just like, well,
1: we need to communicate this. How do we do it? Maybe they just say it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> what well, if they just, you know, if we go out like a fucking Neanderthal and just fucking hammer and tongs in?
0: Hey, like, yeah, Jay, J- James, writer man. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't, yeah. Doesn't your son like take a creative writing class in high school? Yeah, but he's thirteen. I don't know this he's hired. Done. Um, he's like, only you you right. Have
1: you, have you got that script you yet? No. Have to pay him. no. 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 I think he was. He had to hand in the script, and he got his thirteen-year-old son to help him do it because he was he was up against a deadline, and he yeah. said, "Look, I'll increase your allowance." <laughs> <laughs> But you don't have to wash the car this weekend if you just turn out this script for me because I'm, I'm yeah. at my little. I've done four of these and I don't know what to do anymore.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it didn't work before. Let's give someone else another pass. Yeah, but yeah, he's fucking nonsense. Anyway, don't watch it. No, nah, not this one. Like I say, stop,
1: stop it. I would say if you're going to watch them, first of all, give the TV show a shot because it gives it it expands on some stuff. Um, yeah and then second of all i would say watch i think the first movie is actually pretty good i like it with ethan hawke and the, yeah them in particular are really great in that film um and just for their performances alone it's almost worth it uh, and again there is an arc to that there's an actual character arc but they actually you know stuff happens
0: and actions and consequences exactly
1: yeah so that's good and then so i think uh the, the second the follow-up purge anarchy um, so literally the first two in the first and the first two in
0: the first purge. The first yeah,
1: the purge. First the first purge. So the, yeah, the first purge, the purge and the purge anarchy, those are your, that's your trilogy and everything else can just get fucked.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Put it all in the bin and just watch those ones. Yeah.
1: Okay. Right. We've, we've sorted the, the purge out for everybody.
0: <laughs> we've purged the purge. We've purged the purge. Um, um... What's next? Because we're white saviors, so
1: yeah, exactly.
0: We're better than everybody else, and everyone needs to listen to us. Yeah, well, we
1: we are two white men doing a podcast on the internet, so we, we've got a very unique perspective. Yeah,
0: we've two white guys talking about films on a podcast. <laughs> One of us has a cool beard, and we both <laughs> like drinking craft beer.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is true. Fuck her, yeah. I got criticized again in the weekend for not being able to grow a beard, it's a whole thing, anyway.
0: Oh, really? Oh yeah, okay. I, I've got, I've, I've got. A Your mum's weak, got to start being kinder to you. Like. No, I've
1: just, I've got a very weak chin, Tom. Apparently, anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, right. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Um, I think the next one we're going to do is going to be old. Actually, another sort of horror movie. Yeah, um, man. So M Night Shyamalan is back. Um, as we might end up, you might have heard John Barrowman didn't like it. We'll see whether we agree with John Barrowman or not we don't know um, john Barrowman, so we don't know after he was very rude to be one that one time
0: uh, yeah you poor little sausage yeah
1: um so we're gonna what go see you and that. your weak
0: chin is it because he's got a very bit of bold chin
1: i i don't know i, I can't i can't remember <laughs> I did, I, i'm not willing to make that connection at this point i'm just, it's too late um so, yeah, we're going to see old. And then the other uh, big release that's coming out this week is the Suicide Squad. Uh, so James Gunn's yeah. Suicide Squad um, It's a sort of weird reboot type thing. Um, side boot. Side boot. Um, so we will have a look at that. Uh, we're going to go see that as soon as we can and get a review out for that as well. So let us know what you think about the Purge movies and if you've got any different opinions to us. Maybe we missed something or um there's something else you want to talk about on them um you can get in touch with us on instagram on facebook you can email us at the omcastpod at gmail.com um yep. or just reach out to us personally because uh, most of you know who we are <laughs> some yeah <laughs> anyway thanks for listening right. everyone
0: we'll see you next bye time. everyone bye. go purge
1: don't purge it's not worth it
0: oh okay don't purge probably listen to dog
1: Oh, my God. What? I just discovered something. So I was just looking up the guy behind, the guy who did The Purge, the mm-hmm. um, the writer, James DeMonaco, is the main guy who's like the architect behind all of it. And he's got credits, writing credits on all of it. Did you know in 2015 there was something called The Purge UK? No. Britain has now taken on the Purge tradition where one night all crimes is legal. So right, literally. Lord, but- is that is it a movie? No, short. So
0: it's 35 minutes short comedy. Horror. <laughs> right. Well, why are we recording this when we need to see that? Gordon and Doug get...
1: I unexpected visit from Percy and his droogs who want to purge them. Faced with no other option, Gordon and Doug must do what is necessary. Gordon and Gordon. Doug. Gordon. And also, Gordon. I can't believe they're actually going for Like, Are they allowed to do that? Like, legally? Uh satire? Maybe. The purge? Well, it's Sat- it's got a whopping 2.9 out of 10 on on IMDB, so hey. We
0: Maybe. should uh honestly I'm partly tempted to be like, let's record this another day, but well, I don't know where I'm uh, gonna
1: is that even a thing. I now now I need to spend many hours tracking this down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm astonished it hasn't got Vinnie Jones in it. No, well, I think it's what well, it sounds Winnie like James might be playing Gordon. So, yeah.
1: well, it sounds like obviously it was a it was a short, and they obviously
0: wanted to to go somewhere further and never did. Yeah, mainly because it's a purge film. Yes, yeah, said it.